It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Introducing Built to Last, a new podcast by American Express. I'm Elaine Welteroth, and I'm excited to host the debut season where we will be deep diving into the stories, history, and continued legacy of small businesses that shape American culture. Through these important conversations, we'll hear how the Black business leaders of our past have inspired today's Black-owned small businesses and communities. Join us for the debut season of Built to Last on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. Great to be with you. We're T-minus three weeks. Right to the day, three weeks, 21 days away from Bengals training camp starting. I'm on Twitter at James Rapine at Locked on Bengals. And this is the number one spot for all things Bengals training camp coverage. I'll be there. You'll get videos. I'll tweet videos. I'll post them at LockedOnBengals.com. I'm going to be writing about the team every single day. We will also have exclusive one-on-one interviews with players with coaches. And if you are looking for Bengals training camp coverage, look no farther than right here with the Locked on Bengals podcast and LockedOnBengals.com. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. I like that I switched it back up, went to, to some NWA again. Switched up the song. I like it. I might stick with that for a little bit. What do you think? Might stick with that for a little bit. We'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited. Three weeks away. It will be a blast. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I just hope each and every uh, one of you can share this with your your other Bengals. Because I know, look, Bengals fans, you know other Bengals fans. Let everyone know about this Locked on Bengals podcast. I'm I'm trying to get it to grow as much as possible. And uh, it's all thanks to you. And it's it's thriving. And I just want to make this season bigger and better than ever. It's uh, This is... Training camp number two for us at Locked on Bengals. This is year season number three that we're going into with this podcast. We, we've we had podcasts on podcasts on podcast. I've done, uh, th- this is episode number 399. So the 400th podcast coming tomorrow on a Friday. How about that? Dang, it would have been better timed if I could do episode 400 on, on the 4th of July. Hopefully you had a great 4th of July, by the way. This seemed, today felt like a second Monday. It did because I have family in town and yesterday's like a big, big day in, in the Rapine household. Like we get together. It's this huge celebration. There's fireworks. Um, I have a, a few adult beverages or more than a few. And on a Wednesday, dude, I woke up today like what the – it was like the worst Monday ever. I had to wake up and – you know, you go through your routine. I didn't nearly wait, get home in time enough to gym in the morning like I do. And it was just, I felt behind all day. So the whole 4th of July on Wednesday thing, I'll pass. Can we have a leap year the next time it's in the middle of the week? Like, that's rough. That's rough. I'd much rather have 4th of July on a Thursday, like it will be next year, uh, Friday or Saturday. Like, those are perfect. Um, even Monday's okay because you have Monday off. You can just take Tuesday off. And yet you have like that day to take a deep breath. Um, But it it was fun. I I had a lot of fun. Hopefully you had fun as well on the 4th of July. And uh, I'm having a lot of fun just looking ahead to training camp, looking ahead, thinking about this team and what they could do. And and last 
last we talked, and you heard my, my conversation with Joe Goodberry, and I thought that was uh, really good stuff from Joe. But th- the idea has been floated out there by the ringer is where it started, that Carlos Dunlap could be traded, that they, they may consider trading him, that that's a guy that in the NFL, NFL circles certainly valued. If the Bengals aren't going to keep him, maybe they should consider trading him. And I get why they said that. And you've heard my thoughts on that, and this isn't that. Here's what I, I do think, though. I think the Bengals right now, and I'm not sure they do this, should seriously be looking right now to see who else is out there that they could bring in. And I don't mean necessarily free agents. Is there, is there a player available via trade? Is there someone that they can go get with, I don't know, a draft pick? Maybe it is Dunlap, and you do player for player. I I don't know. Here's what I do know. This team has its weaknesses. I certainly see them. Um, I I think right now they they could use another linebacker. I think they could use an established right tackle, which they don't have. Those are two areas instantly that I could see them trying to improve if, if there was someone available, right? If there was someone that they could go get. Wide receiver... I don't see it. I don't think there's there's a reason to, to look there in that situation. I don't want Des Bryant near these Bengals. And I've gotten that question a couple times. And the, the closer you get to training camp, it'll be closer. And look, I get it. It's tempting because the idea of a, a John Ross uh, being like almost the third guy instead of the number two guy, which as of now will be the number two guy. And Des, we know he's still good in the red zone. Next to A.J. Green, especially with Eifert in and out of the lineup, you know, basically struggling with to stay healthy. It'll be interesting. It, it, honestly, it, it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out. Uh, and it would be if they were to bring in a guy like Des. I don't see it happening. But I do wonder, is there a right tackle out there? Is there a – and I've talked about the backup quarterback position. I, I think that's certainly a weakness. Would they consider trading for a Teddy Bridgewater? That's the thing that kind of bothers me. Looking back, and Joe harped on this some uh, multiple times on this podcast, if you listen regularly, Joe Goodberry of The Athletic. If you missed that conversation, by the way, really good stuff from Joe. You should go back and listen to it. That was on uh, Tuesday's podcast. Uh, We were off yesterday because of the holiday. And, yeah, like Teddy Bridgewater was a guy that's out there. Why didn't the Bengals go after him? It's not a money thing. They have some money available. They have cap space. That was one. And then looking back, I I just wish they would have gotten some kind of right tackle. Cameron Fleming was the guy I wrote about uh, at LockedOnBengals.com. I thought that was the guy that they could consider. Uh, Maybe they they should have drafted one. I'm just concerned there. Now, with that being said, I'm also excited. Because I think this team with the new offense, with uh, Joe Mixon and John Ross... Obviously, A.J. Green, Andy Dalton, like him, hate him, whatever you say, I think Andy Dalton's poised for a pretty decent season. I'm hoping they come up with a a way to get him comfortable in the pocket again. He's been running for his life over the past two years, so much so that even now, like last year, there were times where the offensive line wasn't bad, and they blocked and they did their job, and Andy would still roll out. Andy would run and almost create pressure on his own by running away, running outside, rolling out, and then defenders would converge on him. So that, to me, 
is really interesting. And and I, I'll I have a player that I want to talk about today, and it's uh, it's someone that could get paid this off season, um, may get paid this off season. I think should get paid this off season. I also have another guy who's playing to get paid. And I want to discuss both next. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening today on the Locked On Bengals podcast. This is Ross Jackson from Locked On Saints. This podcast is brought to you by Carvana. In the age of online retailers, buying a car should be no different. And that's why Carvana invented a brand new way for you to buy a car that's 100% online. Without leaving the comfort of your couch, you can browse and buy from their selection of almost 20,000 cars. And once you've made the purchase, your car comes to you, delivered right to your door, or you can go and pick it up from one of the coin-operated car vending machines. All of Carvana's cars come with a seven-day return policy, ensuring that you get a car that fits perfectly with your life. Not happy? Exchange it or return it for a full refund. And with its dedication to customer service, it's why hundreds of thousands of customers have ditched the dealership and given Carvana 4.7 stars in customer satisfaction. So check it out, the nation's fastest growing auto retailer at Carvana.com, C-A-R-V-A-N-A.com, Carvana.com. Hey, what's happening? It's your boy Q, host of the Locked On Raiders podcast. And I hope you guys feasted on the MyBookie Turkey Day free play that allowed users to grab themselves a risk-free bet up to $250. It was basically a free shot at trying to double your money. If you didn't get in on that, what are you doing? Nah, but seriously, now is the time to get some skin in the game with MyBookie, where odds boost, lightning deals, and free bets await all season long. And with the NFL playoffs right around the corner, we know who these teams are. We know what they're capable of, and it's not difficult to find some value in the lines. Whether you're a first-time customer or have been playing with MyBookie for years, there is no shortage of value to be found in the thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and contests that they offer every week. Sign up or get reloaded today. Find an edge, make your bet, and get paid. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local spot. And the best part is, at MyBookie, the doors never close, so you can continue to build your bankroll even after the stadium lights have gone out. Make the right play and sign up today at MyBookie. And when you do, use promo code LOCKEDON to get your deposit match halfway all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put in $200, they'll match you with another $100 in your account. If you were already planning to bet this season, this is free betting money. It's winning season at MyBookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. At CDWG, we get that migrating your agency to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't wanna do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDWG's experts can help simplify your transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell EMC solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDWG. People who get it. Find out more at cdwg.com slash EMC. Support for this podcast comes from The First One with DJ Khaled, a new podcast only available on Amazon Music. What's up, y'all? This is DJ Khaled, and this is The First One. We hear from all the A-list music stars like J Balvin, Nas, and Kelly Rowland about songs that didn't change the game, but changed their life. It's almost like sometimes before you even get into industries, like you set up to fail. And there's so many moments where you can win. And the winning is great, but it's so many things that you go through to get to the win. 
and so much more who tell their stories about their first hits that took them to the next level, changed their life, overlooked to being overbooked. When I was recording the song, I already knew it was going to be a global hit. And I'm not joking, my G. I really felt it inside of me. I was like, I just can't wait to see a number one. Join me every Thursday with the first one drops only on Amazon Music. Let's go. We want the best of both worlds. We want a hybrid. A smarter hybrid cloud approach with IBM helps retailers manage supply chains with Watson AI while predicting demands with ease. The world is going hybrid with IBM. Visit ibm.com slash hybrid cloud. If I had one must-pay player, one guy that you have to extend, that if you're the Bengals, you have to keep around, it's Geno Atkins. Geno Atkins is a guy they have to keep. That, and I expect that to happen around training camp. So in the next three to four weeks, in the next month, let's say month. By the way, my birthday's in a month. Well, I, you guys can plan on getting me something good. Um, in the next month, Geno Atkins, I expect him to have an extension. That's the guy you got to keep. Carlos Dunlap, fine. Geno Atkins is the guy you have to keep. Right? It's it's just, that's the bottom line. And I think they can do it. it. It will be interesting, though. It'll be interesting to see because Aaron Donald, and I keep making this reference when, when people ask me about Geno. Aaron Donald trying to get a new contract in, in Los Angeles. Geno Atkins, certainly interested in a new contract here in Cincinnati. If Aaron Donald signs before Geno... That really screws the Bengals up, money-wise. Because then Gino's going to be like, well, and it's not the case because I think Gino's great. He's not as great as Aaron Donald. But he'll say, well, I'm better than him. I want I want the same amount of money or I want X amount more. Because the market always resets itself, right? And always goes up, usually. Because players always want more than the last guy. And that just goes on and on and on and on. So that could happen. And if I'm the Bengals, I want to get something done before Aaron Donald gets a deal done with the Rams. If he does, who knows? Maybe he won't, but if he does. And so that's a risk that uh, I'm certainly uh, not wanting to take. So Geno Atkins, I'd pay him. I think he gets done. I think that deal gets done in the next month. The other one that I think is really interesting and the player that up until last year was injury riddled and we really didn't know what to expect from him is, is Darquez Denard. Darquez Denard is now in his fifth year. And... It'll be interesting to see what happens with him. 2014, 2015, 2016, didn't get much from him. Last year, stayed healthy, showed he could play. This year, can he continue to do that? And then if that happens, and I'm serious about this, if that happens, you're probably keeping Darquez Denard. You're probably wanting to sign him long-term. And that will be very interesting to me. Because naturally, William Jackson, and you have him under control. He's only played two years. You have him under team control once you pick up his fifth-year option for the next three seasons. But it'll be two seasons after 2018. And then what? So you have two seasons for William Jackson. You have Dre Kirkpatrick, who will still be under contract. He'll, he'll be entering – he's entering year two of a five-year, $50-plus-million-dollar deal. I, I see a, a pathway – where Dre Kirkpatrick becomes the odd man out, where Dre Kirkpatrick gets traded, released, something. And I don't know if the Bengals would do that. Heck, it took them a long time to do that to Adam Jones, but that's that to me is interesting. But it all comes down to this. How does Darquez Denard play this year? Does he stay healthy? I hope he does. 
Because having a one, two, three of William Jackson, Darquez Denard, and Dre Kirkpatrick, say what you want about Dre. He competes his ass off. And as a third corner, I can deal with that. I can deal with him guarding Juju Smith-Schuster. I can deal with him guarding, insert, Michael Crabtree. You know, he can guard Michael Crabtree of the Ravens. Meanwhile, William Jackson can take John Brown of the Ravens, who's speedier, who's got way more speed. And that's the difference to me. I think William Jackson the third should shadow the team's best receiver. So like week one, T.Y. Hilton, that should be all, it should be William Jackson all day. I don't want Dre Kirkpatrick near him. But then do I trust Dre Kirkpatrick to guard the second guy, their second wide receiver? The answer is yes. I do. And so it'll be interesting to see how Dark West Denard fares because if he stays healthy, and obviously it's health for all of them, but he's had plenty of his fair share of injuries. If he stays healthy, that, that cornerback room, I like it probably more so than I've liked it in quite some time. You got rid of Adam Jones. You're you're much younger now. You got young guys like uh, Kavari Russell, who I enjoy talking with, and I will certainly talk to at training camp. Darius Phillips, the the rookie. You, you got guys like that around him. The kid from Illinois State, and I always forget his name. Uh, it, it, to me, and let's look up his name. Illinois State. Devonte Harris. I always forget it. That's Devonte Harris. Um, but. You got those guys. So the, the cornerback room is really interesting. And if you keep Darquez Denard around after this season, let's say he stays healthy, you have a cornerback room that for the next minimum of three years, if things go well, has Darquez Denard, William Jackson the third, young promising players like Devonte Harris, young promising players like Darius Phillips, does Dre, how does he fit in that mold? Is he a guy that you look to trade? Is he a guy that you stick with anyways because he's a still he's a leader in the locker room? And he is. I just think it's all very interesting. We'll see how it plays out. But Darquez Denard, this is a big year for him. We talk about the offense a ton. It's a contract year for Darquez. And he's dealt with his fair share of injuries. He needs to stay healthy this season. He needs to do his thing this year and uh, if he does, well, then he's going to be reaping the rewards with the big contract, either here in Cincinnati or elsewhere. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. I really do think that they should consider looking at, at trades some things that they could do. And they, of course, they'll say, we are always looking. You know, every team does. But I don't know. They have some weaknesses. They do. I would add a quarterback. I'll tell you right now, I would add a quarterback. I know Joel wasn't a fan of it the other day, really. He said, ah, what's the difference between Matt Moore and Matt Barkley? I need someone with more experience. I'm James Rapine. Have a great night. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. Be back at it tomorrow when training camp will be less than three weeks away. Thank you so much for listening on Twitter at James Rapine at Locked on Bengals. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wild-card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason? 
Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Throughout the offseason, I'm going to take a look at these Reds, how they fix what didn't work in 2020, and how they continue their success in 2021. But wait, there's more. I'll also have interesting interviews with players, writers, and everyone in between talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Come join me on the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day.